This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Would you be the jerk if you backed out of paying for IVF for a friend because they cracked a joke? We'll find out, but first, the story from Doggone No. Am I the jerk for telling my husband to get rid of our son's dog? I've been terrified of dogs since I was young. My husband knew, but I don't think he realized how bad it was until recently. He got our son a dog, and at first I was angry, but he promised it wouldn't come near me. And our son was really happy, so I agreed they could keep it as long as it was kept away from me. For two months, it was fine, and I barely thought about the dog being so close. But a few days ago, the dog came inside, and it freaked me out. I told my husband he had to get rid of it since he broke his promise and I didn't trust him to keep it away from me anymore. My husband doesn't want to get rid of it because our son is very attached to it already and the dog is harmless according to him. He wants me to let him take me around the dog so that I'll stop being scared of it but I've refused and told him it had to go. We argued and he told me that if I wanted it gone, I would have to take it myself. My in-laws came to visit yesterday, and my mother-in-law asked me if something had happened between us because I'm still angry at him, and she noticed. I told her about the dog, and she told him off and said she taught him better than to traumatize his pregnant wife. Now my husband's upset at me because he thinks I only told his parents to force him to do what I wanted, and that we'd hurt our son if we got rid of the dog now. Bottom line, I think if OP was that scared of dogs, they shouldn't have allowed this dog to stay there one night. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy some hard-hitting, real Am I the Jerk Here stories, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is from Reddit AITA Throwaway 3. Am I the jerk for refusing to pay for a bottle of wine I thought was complimentary? I, 35-year-old male, and my girlfriend, 34-year-old female, went to a high-end Italian restaurant for our six-year anniversary. We ordered one pizza and two pastas to share along with appetizers and dessert. The pizza was $25 and the pasta was $30 each. We get the food and eat it and halfway through eating our food, the waiter comes with a bottle of wine and says it's free because we were the 100th customer that night. We enjoy our food and dessert when the waiter comes with the bill. Our subtotal should have been $105, but instead it's $155 because the waiter added the bottle of wine to our bill. We correct the waiter on this, but he says they made a mistake and we were actually the 98th customer and once they realized their mistake, they gave a bottle of wine to the actual 100th customer, so we're supposed to pay for the wine. Now this might be where I'm the jerk. I flat out refused to pay for it, saying it was the restaurant's mistake and my wife backed me up on it too. So the waiter called the manager and he says that if we didn't pay for it, then he'll call the cops. So I just paid for it, but I left a zero tip with the writing that since the waiter cost me $50, he will not get a tip, which would have been $21. I also proceeded to leave a one-star review online, saying that the restaurant did not take accountability for their actions. When we leave and are about to get in our car, the waiter comes running out asking why we didn't tip. I say because he cost us an extra 50 bucks, so he doesn't deserve it. He flips us off and goes back to the restaurant. My wife and I go back and have a nice movie night, but 
that experience ruined our dinner. Am I the jerk? Some people might say that this seems like a too good to be true type situation, but I say if the waiter comes up to you and says, congratulations, we're offering you a complimentary so-and-so, you should expect that it's an actual complimentary so-and-so from the restaurant. Why would you have any reason to doubt otherwise? Honestly, this seems like a scam. And if it wasn't just such a huge waste of people's time, I'd love to see somebody hold out long enough for them to try to call the cops. I'd be willing to bet that they would drop the charge before they actually ever go and call the cops. Our next story is from Just Impression 1843. Am I the jerk for going to a restaurant she likes, but I don't order food? We were deciding what to eat and she really wanted to go to this restaurant. I was on board with it, but I'm super picky and had no idea what this restaurant had. We get there, I look at the menu, and nothing looks even semi-good. For example, all of the sandwiches had wheat bread only and I hate wheat. Anyway, I let her order her food and when the lady asks what I want, I told her I wasn't eating. I told my girlfriend I wanted her to enjoy the meal and I was happy to be there. My girlfriend got so mad, got up and left. I left with her and asked what the big deal was. She insists that I needed to be there eating with her. Going somewhere else together, but it irritated me. Am I in the wrong here? If you're a super picky eater and somebody says, oh, I really want to go to this place, and you agree, you probably should have looked at the menu ahead of time. It's kind of unfair, I think, to whoever you went with to just kind of drop the ball and poo-poo all over their experience like that. You don't go to the airport and then decide where you're taking your vacation. Why would you go to the restaurant and only then try to figure out if there's something you're accepting of on the menu? This next story is from an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for yelling at my husband for making my daughter feel bad? So my oldest daughter, who I'll call May, is 16. She has a job, has had it for about 5 months. Out of all the children, she's the most mature. She's also good at saving, but she rarely spends money on things she enjoys and instead keeps it in her bank account. My husband wanted her to start paying her phone bill immediately, it would have been $50 monthly, but I said no and eventually compromised to the beginning of October. Note, my husband, her stepfather, is very money tight and he tells her to pay for everything she wants. Now, I agree with this somewhat, as she should be monetarily responsible so she's ready for college, but he wants her to pay for everything. Anytime she asks for something, maybe for school or otherwise, he'll respond with, you have money, buy it yourself. Now, fast forward to today, May's been out of town on a trip with her class, and she was going to be gone for a week. Because this is a national event that happens every year and they're in the city, everything is expensive. She has her credit card under her name that's connected to my account, and I said she could use it for her meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but snacks and souvenirs she would have to buy on her own. She called earlier, and we were talking while my husband was in the room. She started complaining about how expensive everything was, and she jokingly said she was going to go bankrupt once she returned from her trip. I told her not to worry about it, and if she needed, she could use her credit card for whatever. Then, my husband pipes in and says, Stop guilting your mother to give you money. Whatever you want, you can buy yourself. She was quiet for a moment before saying that she wasn't asking for anything. And then he repeated, Don't guilt your mother. How can you be morally okay with that? She said she wasn't calling to ask for money and that she just wanted to complain and that she was going to hang up. I took her off speaker to tell her it was fine, but she just swore up and down that she wasn't trying to guilt me and that she was just going to pretend the call never happened and that it was fine, and then she hung up. 
I was so pissed. I yelled at him, told him he was being ridiculous and that she was still a child. I left before he could respond. I'm still angry. She apologizes to me every time she buys a meal because she thinks it's too much. I've noticed that she buys her own breakfast and only spends money on lunch and dinner, even though I've said she can do all three. I'm angry and I don't know what to do. Am I the jerk? I say God forbid you want to help out your 16-year-old daughter when your husband says that they want them to pay for everything right now. I don't think OP's the jerk. I think the husband, her stepfather, is being just way too tough on her. She's 16 years old. Our next story is from Need Help Superb Cookie. Am I the jerk for telling my fiancé she can either have me at our wedding or her best friend and their dogs and we'd get married at a courthouse? Jessica, 30-year-old female, and I, 29-year-old male, are getting married next year. We've been doing the wedding planning, got places and things picked out. It's been going good until we hit this snag. Abby is Jessica's best friend and maid of honor. Both love dogs. They both have dogs. When we started talking about the wedding, Jessica told me all about this plan they both had that when each of them got married, they'd have a doggy wedding ceremony between their dogs and their future husband's dogs at the same time. I don't have a dog, not a dog guy, so there's no potential for that to happen. I like her dog enough and let her do what she will with him, and I do get him treats and toys sometimes. I thought that would be the last I heard of that. She and Abby started to talk about how cute it would be to include both of their dogs in our wedding party. Not my thing, but I have friends and family that have done something similar and I want her to enjoy the day. So I said okay, thinking they'd just be up at the altar or something like that. Nope. They want their dogs to get married during our wedding. I wasn't too keen on the idea and raised concerns like, what would they do with both dogs for the rest of the day? What if the venue we picked doesn't allow pets? We went back and forth and I agreed that they could do their dog ceremony at the end of our ceremony. A couple of weeks later, Jessica and Abby bring it up again. They want parts of the reception to be dedicated to their dog's friendship. Crap like puppy picture slideshow, a cake for them, dog friendly favor bags because they want their friends and family to bring their dogs too. I told them no and that I'd already made one compromise on the issue and I don't want a bunch of dogs around for our entire wedding and reception and that if they did that, we'd have to find an all new venue probably. I reminded her that she was near the limit of what she could contribute towards our wedding funds and I'd be paying the rest. And I don't want to pay extra for stuff for a bunch of dogs. They both said that this was really important to them, so I told Jessica point blank, we can stick to what we originally agreed to, or she and Abby could have their costly party that allows dogs by themselves, and we'd just get married at the courthouse by ourselves. Abby told Jessica I was being manipulative and making ultimatums, and wanted her to go stay at her place until OP pulls his head out of his butt. Jessica didn't go, but we're still going back and forth. She still wants things her way and feels I'm being too selfish. I don't think I am because I want an enjoyable wedding and marriage with Jessica, not Jessica and Abby and their pets. Am I the jerk? I can't really blame OP on this one because it's just really out there compared to the norm. I think it really kind of changes the focus of the wedding as a whole. Like you might as well just go have your wedding in the dog park. There's nothing wrong if both of them are super into that, but at this point it sounds like Abby and Jessica are planning their dog party wedding that also just happens to include OP's wedding as the headlining act. Our next story is from throwawaybday927. 
Am I the jerk for calling my dad a creepy pervert for making comments about how my running clothes are too revealing? I, 19-year-old female, picked up running as a new hobby and was going for a run outside today. It's hot where I live, Southern California. My dad saw my running clothes, a running sports bra and Nike shorts, and made rude comments about it like how it's so revealing that you can see my cleavage and inner thighs in it. He insisted I change out of it. I called him a creepy pervert for making these comments about my body when I'm literally just in standard exercise clothes. And by the way, men go on runs shirtless all the time. He got really upset and now isn't talking to me or making eye contact with me. I asked him what the deal is and he said I was extremely offensive and unfair to him and that he never thought I'd call him something like that. So now I feel bad but I don't feel like I was wrong to say what I was feeling at the time. Am I the jerk? Do I owe him an apology? I think OP's not the jerk here. Unless you're running around in your birthday suit, or you're running around in something that might make it possible to pretty much be running around in your birthday suit, I think you're fine, and I agree with OP that, as disgusting as it is, their dad was sexualizing them. Started talking about all of OP's parts like they're ordering some fried chicken or something. This next story is from SWD in the wild. Am I the jerk for reporting my son's good teacher for taking his confiscated phone home with her where it got damaged? Last week, Friday, my son, 10, got his phone confiscated at school. He was mucking around with it during class and the school rules are clear about phone usage during class without permission. So I totally understood. The normal protocol is that the phone would go to the office where it would be returned to the student at the end of the day or the next day. His teacher, however, apparently forgot to stop by the office before going home after school, so she accidentally took it home with her, and through some negligence, the phone broke in the hands of her toddler. Admittedly, she was very upfront about it, and even came to our house personally to tell us what happened and apologize, which I respect. She suggested the repayment plan for the phone, and offered an old phone of hers for him in the meantime, but it was essentially a brick with a screen. After she left, I sent an email to the school about everything simply because I think it's something the school should also be involved in, since she's a teacher and easily took home a confiscated device, albeit by mistake. I received a response Monday morning apologizing for what happened and promising to address the issue. So, my sister-in-law works at the high school but smokes with the teachers at the junior school, which is where she bumped into the teacher who was pissed and said that we were being jerks reporting it since she already promised to pay for the phone, offered an alternative, and is a good teacher, so we're messing with her career unnecessarily. So yeah, am I the jerk? Although the teacher did what they could to try to rectify it and be pretty upfront about it and stop it before it escalated, at the end of the day, they screwed up big time, took something home that they shouldn't have, and broke it. I think you have every right to report to the school what happened. Just like the kid got their phone taken away for not following the rules, the teacher who took the phone home and was lackadaisical enough to let the toddler get a hold of it and break it should also get in trouble for not following the rules. Our next story is from South Marine 3167 Am I the jerk for canceling a check of $12,000 that I wrote for my infertile friend for her next IVF cycle over a joke? I, female 30 Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 35, am infertile. My ex-husband and I tried everything to have kids, but it just never happened. He divorced me, went and married someone younger who was able to give him a kid, and from what I gather, they're expecting a second child together. It hurts like heck seeing someone else have what I couldn't. I get frustrated with myself sometimes, and with family blaming me for basically everything. I turn to my friends for support, especially Alessia. She's in the same infertility boat as me, but she and her husband are currently trying IVF, hoping it would work. Alessia asked me for help to pay for her upcoming IVF cycle. I agreed to write her a check of $12,000. I really wanted to help her, and the money came with no strings attached. I wrote the check and gave it to her last week. She was very appreciative of it. The very next day, I got a sudden message from a mutual friend, Carol, with a screenshot of the conversation she had with Alessia. Turns out she and Alessia were talking about the next IVF cycle, and Alessia said she hoped the cycle would work because she didn't want to end up divorced and having her husband go marry someone younger and have a baby with them and another one on the way. While she's alone and without a family at 35, she's 32. I was stunned and hurt. I knew she meant me here, but I didn't confront her. I simply contacted my bank and canceled the check. In the evening, Alessia called to ask why I canceled the check, and I told her. She went bad poop, saying she didn't mean it that way and that she thought this was somewhat an inside joke between desperate, infertile women. She came over with her husband the next day begging I write another check, but I refused. An argument ensued and her husband thought I wasn't being supportive of her like when she supported me throughout my struggles. She left crying and we haven't talked since then. Her husband keeps reminding me, while repeatedly calling Carol a toxic snake, of the date of the next cycle, saying they can't have it after I took the money that was supposed to pay for it back. Some friends think I'm being oversensitive. Carol's on my side telling me to go tell them to go to heck. But I feel so bad about it. What I've done might just damage our 15 years of friendship. Maybe I shouldn't have cancelled it, but I just felt so offended by what she said about me and how she basically mocked my unfortunate circumstances. I think OP's not the jerk, and personally, I think what's most hurtful here is OP said this is their friend of 15 years. I have my own friends of 15 plus years, and if I found that they went around talking about me like that behind my back, I'd feel devastated because like, is this how they felt about me the whole time? Like, were they ever a true friend all those years? Were you giving them friendship, support, love that they didn't necessarily deserve? It would be a bit of a mind freak for me. Our next story is from Sunshine970. Am I the jerk for going off on my Spanish teacher after she yelled at me for opening the classroom door? 
I, 17 non-binary, have Spanish in the morning from 7.15 to 8.45 EST. Every morning since the beginning of the school year, my teacher insists that the policy of her classroom is for her to open the door and her only. No student shall open the door unless they're leaving the classroom. I sit right next to the door. Students often arrive to school late, and because they're late, they must wait for her to open the door. No issue, right? However, she leaves students outside for 10 to 15 minutes at a time. No matter how many times the student knocks, she will not open the door. People end up missing the lecture and missing the instructions for an assignment. She then gets angry at the students for not understanding the lesson or assignment. Today we were going over a study guide for an upcoming test, and there was a knock on the door. I told her that someone was at the door. She said they must wait. I start a timer on my laptop and wait. About six minutes later, the student knocks again. She said they must wait. When the timer hits 15 minutes in, she said the same thing. When the timer hit 20 minutes, I open the door. Immediately, she starts to yell at me, telling me to not open the door because it's policy and there was a faculty meeting about it. Other teachers allow their students to open the door. I think this was a lie. She told me I disrespected her and her rules, even though she constantly disrespects myself and my peers. I finally snapped at her. I told her she was a sad, miserable woman who must have constant control over us teens because she has no control over herself and her life. She asked me for my mom's phone number, and I think she's going to try and call her because I opened the door and snapped at her. I don't really blame OP, but I do think the things they said were probably a little out of line. Personally, I appreciate OP for going out of their way to try to open the door and look out for their classmates, though. I mean, just that alone makes it very hard to say OP is the jerk. This next story is from Gloomy Lavishness 4845 Am I the jerk for asking my wife if we can spend every other holiday at home instead of my in-laws after she said we can't go to my mom's anymore? My wife decided a few years ago that we'll no longer be spending any holidays with my mom because she's rude. To be fair, she is, doesn't cater to the kids enough, and the final straw was when my mom reached in front of us to get some food and we noticed a ring and realized she had gotten married. My wife said if we weren't good enough to get a wedding invite, we clearly aren't good enough to spend holidays with. It hurt, but I agreed because I didn't want to harm my marriage. The past couple holiday seasons have been rough on me. I just don't enjoy holidays with my in-laws at all. They have like 30 people there, everyone's so loud, food is dry and bland, just no one I connect with, and it makes me miss spending holidays with my mom. Recently, my wife brought up the holidays, and I let her know how I was feeling. She said she sympathized, but was not wasting another Christmas with my witch mom. I asked if we could just start staying home every other year, and just doing something, the four of us. My wife blew up. She said I was selfish and trying to ruin her holidays, just because my mom is a witch. That I don't care about our kids because they love it. They do, but they're four and two, and I think they would love anything if we made it exciting for them. And she said I need to act like a grown man and put my feelings aside for the good of the family. I feel they had the right to just ask, and she owed me at at least an adult conversation. I think OP is not the jerk, and I feel bad for them because very quickly she went straight me 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 in this situation. How dare you ruin her holiday plans, her holiday traditions, her holiday desires. How dare OP want to do anything different for the holidays? I don't think OP's the jerk, but I wish them the best of luck there. 
Our next story is from True Sprinkle 6518 Am I the jerk for calling my neighbor and her daughter entitled Spoiled Brats? I, 16, have a certain necklace that's very special to me. It's not expensive or anything, it's just a pendant with a snake design on a leather string. When I was younger, one of my uncles and I read The Neverending Story together, and he gave me the necklace, the one that the main character in the story wears, since I loved the book so much. My uncle passed away on my birthday that year, not long after giving me the necklace. These days, the necklace is my safety item. It helps me feel secure. It's sort of a tribute to my uncle, and I wear it every day. Two days ago, my neighbor and her kids, 7-year-old male, 9-year-old female, and 10-year-old male, came over to our house for a while. My 9-year-old neighbor found the necklace while I was showing the kids my room and really liked it and asked if she could hold it. I told her she could, but then she held it for the rest of the visit and refused to give it back. I told her when they were about to leave that I needed it back, but she said that my necklace is really cool and she wanted it. I told her she could buy her own, but she didn't want to wait. When I told her more firmly, she started screaming and crying. Her mom and my mom came in asking what's wrong, and I told them that I told her she couldn't keep my necklace. My neighbor was mad at me and told me, it's just a necklace and that I'm older so I need to share. My mom tried cutting in to tell her that the necklace is mine, but my neighbor wouldn't listen and called me a bully. After a minute, I just snapped. I asked her why she was encouraging her entitled, spoiled brat of a daughter. Then I added, maybe it's because you're spoiled and entitled too. Everyone was shocked after I said that, because normally I'm the type to stay quiet. My mom acted annoyed at me until the neighbors left. After they were gone though, she said she couldn't blame me. I ended up getting my necklace back, so everything turned out fine. But I'm starting to feel a little bad over this. Am I the jerk? In no way should OP feel bad. Do not let that bother you. You let that bother you and feel like you did something wrong? That's the moment you're doing as much damage as that entitled parent. Do not normalize or feel bad for any spoiled kid behavior. Our next story is from AITA Throw 81047362. Am I the jerk for having an escape plan? If I'm the jerk, I guess I'm an unrepentant one, but this has generated a crap storm in my family, so I don't know if I'm in the wrong. I, 17-year-old female, have a weird family situation. My parents split up when I was four after my older brother died. He had always been really ill. They both remarried and have stepkids and other kids. I've been bounced around a lot and I don't really feel at home in either place to be honest. My mom and her side are mad at me because I won't call my stepfather dad and I keep to myself because there's just too many kids in that house. My dad's side are mad at me because they're super religious and I won't play ball with the churchy stuff. I just don't fit in in either place and I try to stay busy out of the houses with school and work. I thought about running away a couple of years ago because reasons, but also I'm either gay or bi, I'm not sure yet. And either way, it's not going to be good when I come out. I got everything together, but my friend talked me out of it. I decided to stick it out till graduation. But it gave me the idea of having emergency kits for if something goes wrong and I have to leave quickly. Also, I have a plan and stuff prepared so I can just pick up and leave the day after graduation. I keep all my personal stuff hidden, like I have a phone the parents know about, but I got another one and repaired a junk laptop that I use for my real personal stuff. It's a lot to keep up with sometimes, but it's a habit now and it means I get some privacy. The problem is that my stepbrother was snooping in my room while I was gone and found one of my emergency kits and told my dad. 
who got worried that I'm up to no good and gave me the third degree and got my mom involved too. I told them I'm just trying to be prepared if there's an emergency. But they went through all my stuff and found a few things I'd written about wanting to leave and it's become a big family issue with other relatives supporting or attacking my parents and my parents fighting again. They fortunately haven't found the really important stuff, but they know there's more that I'm keeping hidden. My parents and some family think I'm ungrateful and mean for being so secretive and having a plan to leave everyone. Other family thinks my parents are getting what they sowed and don't blame me. I'm of the opinion that OP's not the jerk and they need to focus on what's in their best interest and who's looking out for them in the right ways. Honestly, I think OP being here on this subreddit asking if they're a jerk based off of their family reactions is already a sign of them being too concerned with the wrong things. If there's family that does support them, that's great, but I would say don't even begin to be bogged down by anybody that thinks otherwise. And our final story of the day is from SiriusAnimal4392. Am I the jerk for using a scary movie to keep kids out of my room? My, female 16, mom and dad got divorced when I was 11. My parents have 50-50 custody of me, but I mostly live with my mom and spend a lot of my weekends and summers at my dad's house. I have my own room at my dad's house, and I'm allowed to lock it when I'm not there because the woman he lives with, 27, has two young kids and they went into my room and wrecked some of my stuff when she first moved in. My dad replaced everything, told her that my room is off limits without my permission, and got me a lock with a key that only him and I have. My dad, 47, seems happy to spend time with this woman and her kids, but he still makes time for me and makes me a priority. When he got a new TV, I got the old one and he mounted it in my room. One thing though, this woman likes to have other mommies and kids over for playdates. That's fine. Maybe her and my dad will get married and she has every right to have guests over. The problem is that sometimes she expects me to watch all the kids, while her and her friends sit outside and drink wine or something. She even tried leaving them with me and going out for brunch with her friends. Not okay. My dad's told her to knock it off. He told me it might be nice if I chose to help, but that I wasn't obligated to help. So yesterday and today are days off from school, so I was over at my dad's for a long weekend. My mom was having a Halloween party and I didn't want to be around. So I'm in my room when I hear a knock. There she is with four kids. She wants me to entertain them while she talks to her friends. I say no thank you. She insisted. So I said I was watching a movie. And it's called Ready or Not and it's kind of gory. Not super gross or anything but not meant for little ones. But it starts out with a pretty wedding. So I open the door and let them in. And they're bored because it isn't a cartoon or a Marvel movie. But they go running when the killing starts. She comes back inside and yells at me for scaring the kids. She says she's going to take my TV away. I laughed and closed the door. She's mad and told my dad I was a disrespectful brat and that my TV should go in the kids' playroom. He said no, but he talked to me and said I could have handled it better. He isn't mad, but he's disappointed. Now, I definitely don't think OP should go giving their dad any attitude here, but I would love for it to have been said, Well, I could have handled it a little bit better, and she could have handled those four kids a little bit better too, and not try to leave them in OP's possession. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left.
Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.